write this down. Human nature leads us to believe we will continue on without unlimited physical days. For some reason, in our mind, every mind, every generation comes in with a different, with the same mindset of I'm going to live forever. That's why little fellas just kill themselves and do certain stuff. They think they're going to live forever. No, you're not. The days of our years are what? Years and what? Ten. Seventy years, or even if by reason of strength, fourscore years, eighty years, yet it is their pride in additional years. Only labor and sorrow for it is soon gone, and we fly away. God's telling you this. He said, I already told you, man, years. When you go over that, that's bonus. Keep going, 12th verse. You know, as much as, and look, I, and I tell my wife this, 12th verse. I tell my wife this. I tell my wife, and I said it again to her. You know, the older you get, you should get a little smarter. I said that to her this morning. I said, I said, now, and, and, and I mean, how are you, Tom? Boy, it's, you still puppy. Glory. He on his way, though. He on his way. He almost catching us. He going to catch us. He keep calling. Well, he'll never catch us. <laughs> but, you know, how many of y'all believe like me? When you get over 50, you just, you know, I don't know, 50 has a way of just slapping you and go, yeah, baby. Yeah, what, what, what? And then you'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know your appointment is near it. See, when you're young, you don't think about your appointment. Right, right. Do you think about your appointment? He said, no, I don't. He was like, I ain't trying to think about that. I'm trying to live. Matter of fact, I'm trying to get out of ninth grade. That's what I'm thinking about, ninth grade. I'm thinking about going into 10th grade. You're thinking about college. We're talking about college, man. You're gonna, we're going to call you Joe College. Because that's what you're going to do, man. You're going to do what God called you to do. Amen. Amen. But no, they don't think about that, do you? You don't think about that? See, because so, somehow the enemy has taught our young people that they're invincible. But they die every day, too. <coughs> it, it's no regulation on what day or what years. You can prolong or you can cut off yourself. Somebody say Amen. All right, let's go to work. Amen. So I have to number my days. Look what he says. Teach us to what? That we may what? So one of the things that I ought to do is number my what? Days. So if I'm a timekeeper, right, I'm numbering my days because I know I ain't got long, so I got to squeeze everything in. How many of y'all know? How many of y'all ever do stuff for Christmas? Quickly, I want to see something. How many of y'all do something? You decorate your house? Or something like that on Christmas. All right. You have a certain date that you start, right? If you don't start on that certain date, time starts to catch you. Am I right? It don't even wait for you. Christmas don't even wait for you. Do it. Just keep coming. And whether you got your tree up or not, it it just come on and have the day regardless. What am I trying to tell you? There are always going to be things that are coming. It's coming. It's coming. Regardless of what what you, if you don't do anything, it's still coming. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. So I got a number of my days. I start. I got to start counting. I got to start maximizing my time. Why? Because my days are not long. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. 
Okay, only me. You should maximize. Say this. I must maximize my time because my days are not long. Okay, number four. Number three is procrastination. One, one way to make a tough job more tougher is keep putting it off. Human nature loves to procrastinate. Human, human nature loves that. The longer I procrastinate, the longer I hinder spiritual growth. Somebody say amen. All right. Number four, because I got to keep moving. Darkness. Spiritual blindness. What is darkness? Spiritual blindness. Look at this. Revelations 3 and 17. Spiritual blindness has led many into hurtful pursuits and paths. If I'm not careful, I can be blinded spiritually to thinking I'm doing the will of God when I'm not. I'm on the other side. Look at what the Bible says. For say, for you say I'm rich, I have prospered and grown wealthy, and I am in need of nothing. And you do not realize and understand that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. That's what the Bible says in Revelation 3.17. He said, I got to be careful that I'm not, my time is not robbed by darkness. That I'm not chasing, so caught up in chasing after things that I miss God. Amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Now write this down. Turn with me to 1 uh, uh, Kings. I got to finish right here. 1 Kings. And let's go to 19. I tell you what, can we get, hey, how much time I got? All right, that's good time, that's good time. Y'all right? Let's go to First King, First King 17. I want to show you a couple things before we go. Amen? All right, because I promised that to you. Amen? I promised that, and I believe God wants you to know it because, I mean, it's just a, it's just a blessing to you. All right? Look at the, oh, man, I told you, go there. But I got to show you some other stuff. Y'all mind if I, okay, James 5, 17, I don't care. James 5, 17, I'm going to, hey, stay on First Kings because I'm coming right back. James 5, 17, Elijah was a human being with a nature such as we have, with feelings, affections, and a constitution like ours. Now, watch this. He said, this is who is, who is this? Elijah. And he said, this is who Elijah is. And he prayed earnestly for it not to rain. <coughs> and no rain fell on the earth for three years and six months. So now we see something with this man of God. He, the, the Bible says he's just like you. Right. Right. No, y'all didn't catch that. He's just like you. And he said, if he's just like you, there's some things and abilities because I placed them on inside of you. You can do also. Somebody say amen. amen. Now watch this. Okay, before we go. All right. Hurry up. First Kings 17 and 1 now. Oh, man. See, Elijah didn't know everything, but he depended on what God was going to tell him. Amen. Is God good? This is going to help you get from here to there. Elijah, the Tishbite of the temporary residence of Gilead, said to Ahab, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, 
before whom I stand, there shall not be a dew or, or rain these years, but according to my word. Watch this. Keep going. And the word of the Lord came to him saying, go from here and turn east and hide yourself. Okay, wait a minute. Back up. Back up. Back up the one. We don't want to go too fast. I'll, look what he said. Before whom I stand, there shall not be dew or rain these years. As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew or rain these years, but according to my word. Right to stand. Uh, one of the greatest lessons in life, one of the greatest lessons in life that you can learn from this and from what he's saying. Let's read even more. I, I'm going to tell you this. Next second verse that you're going to learn from this is that God, listen to this. God doesn't have to reveal to you the whole plan. Matter of fact, God will not reveal to you the whole plan, but he allows you to walk by faith so that you can get to the next level. Are y'all listening to me? Why? Because see, provision is tied up in there. Okay, let me say it again. Provision is tied up in there, not here. If you stay in the state of here, you'll never get there. Are y'all listening? Watch this. We got to go. And the word of the Lord came to him saying, next verse, we're going to read to four. Go from here and turn east and hide yourself by the brook of Cherith, Cherith, east of Jordan. Watch this. You should drink of the brook. And I have, whoa. Did y'all just see this? Look at this. I have what? The what? To feed you what? I know the Steeler fans don't like to hear that. Over to God. I find a way to throw a little humor in there. Steeler, Raven. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I root for y'all. I'm from Raven area. I root for y'all though. Yeah. But watch this. You should drink of the brook. And I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Where are the ravens going to feed him? There. Where? There. There where? The so wait a minute. He's already at here. So can we assume, so to speak, if he doesn't leave here, he'll never get there. And wherever the provision is, that's where he needs to go. Somebody say Amen. I need to be where my provision is. Somebody say amen. God's moving me out of the state. He's moving me out of there to take me out of here to take me there. Are y'all with me? All right. Let's go to uh, 19. First Kings 19. Each of you right this there. Oh, you just listen. Each of us have has a place called there. And that place of there is where the blessings are. And where God is waiting for us to move to. Somebody say amen. Amen. Elijah's was one was one of the brook. It was at that brook and he had to get there. Somebody say amen. Amen. Listen to this. You know, people, a lot of times people want to see the Lord's provision before they go there. That is good. Well, that's good eating right there. I mean, you need to eat that. And so a lot of times I want to be provided for before I go there. But God said, no, I need you to go there in order for, see, because you got to get out of that state of here so I can get you there. Does that make sense? 
So until I leave there, now watch this. Watch what he says. No, 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 no. First Kings 19. First Kings 19. And let's look at, uh, let's look at what the Bible says. All right? Y'all right? Hang in there. Hang in there. We're almost out. I'm almost out. See, I need to recognize this. I may not be seeing God's provision because I never went there. Amen. I may not have never went there. And because I've never went there, I tell you what, he was already at. Okay, let's read this. Okay, you know what? He was already. Oh, man. I tell you, I, I did something that I want to go back to 1 Kings 17 and 8. I'm looking at the scripture on the board and I'm seeing that I want to go somewhere else. But I'm coming back to 1 Kings 19. Somebody say amen. Because I'm out of time. I really am. Amen. Is that my correct time now? All right. Look what he says. And the word of the Lord came to who? All right. Watch this. Arise, go to where? What do y'all see? Okay. God, again, is telling him to go, to leave here, to go where? To there. See, when I get used to this, I'm going to understand that God has already promised provision at there, I just got to leave here to get to there. And it's not a place, it's a state. See, because you keep thinking it's a place. See, some people told me I got to go, I got to go spend some time on the mountaintop. No, you need to go in your closet somewhere and you can just say mountain. Somebody say amen. Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. He telling them, go there. Behold, I have command. Whoa, wait a minute. Here it is again. He said provision is now going to be locked up over there. But if you stay here, you ain't going to meet this widow. That is good. You need to recognize. See, sometimes you're staying in the same state of mind, not moving when God is trying to get you there. And he said, I have already, oh, glory, I've already purposed people in your life to already take care of you if you just move when I tell you to move. I'm trying to get you out of here so that you can get there. Because once I get there, provision is taken care of. I'm telling you, my provisions may not be taken care of because I'm still here. You are here. Look, you are here. Identify where you are and then recognize I got to move. Somebody say amen. Amen. Arise, go to Zarephath, who belongs to Sida. Look, behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. Look at what he's doing. Quickly, hurry up. So he arose. Whoa. So he arose, went to, where'd he go? No, he didn't go to Zarephath. He went to provision. He went to the provision. Because he said, if I go here, somebody's going to take care of me. He said, God's already raising up somebody somehow to use their power, use their ability to help me. That's why I got to move now. Why? Because I got a destination. I have an appointment time. I got to meet somebody. Man, you need to confess that. Man, you need to confess that. Glory to God. 
God's raising up people somehow, somewhere that's going to use their ability to help me. Glory to God. I got to go to Zarephath. Why? Because provision is waiting for me there. Come on, somebody. Oh, I ain't done yet. Can we finish this? Zarephath. And then when he came to the gate of the city, behold, oh, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her. Woman, come here, girl. <laughs> now, how, how you just roll up on somebody? Yo, bring me a little water and some, some drink. Come on over here. And she was like, why it's already purposed in our hall. Now watch this. He's not only the only one that's getting blessed. She gets blessed Amen. by sowing in. Yes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> God showed me this last night. He said, a lot of people ain't receiving from me because they don't know how to partner. He said, my God shall supply every need. He said, that's about partnership, baby. That ain't about, <laughs> that ain't about me just taking care of anybody. That's about partnership. This girl decided to partner. A widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her, bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. Glory to God. And she was going to get it. He called to her and said, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. I'm hungry too. And she said, as the Lord your God lives, I have not. Look, I only got. Whoa, hold up. I have not a loaf baked, but only a handful of meal in the jar and a little oil in the bottle. And see, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and bake it for me and my son. That we may eat this because this is all we're going to eat. And then we're going to die. Because I don't see no way out of this. Somebody say, but God. (laughs) Elijah said to her, fear not. Go and do as you have said. But make me a little cake of it first. And bring it to me. And afterward, prepare something for yourself and your son. He said, first, you better first give it to me. That's right. Oh. God said, that's why some of y'all don't receive because you're eating your seed. (laughs) You're either going to be a giver or you're going to be an eater. Man, that's good. You'll either be a giver or eater. What do you mean by that, Pastor? You'll either give or you'll eat your seed. And then you'll wonder why I don't have nothing. Well, you just ate first. You just ate first, baby. You didn't put it in the good ground where it could get a harvest for you so that you could get more than enough. See, you're thinking. See, listen to Brother Pastor. He's trying to tell you something. The kingdom thinking is way different than the world. The world says take care of you first. Because, see, who's greater than you? The world tells you be selfish. And so the more you be selfish, the more you go without. The more it gets tighter and tighter and tighter. I know the principle because I live where you were. I've been where it was tight. But I understood that giving got me out. Believing in him. Come on now. I trust in God's word. You can't beat God on the giving part. Matter of fact, he gives you so you can establish covenant. Yeah, so you can establish covenant. This ain't really about you. It's about him. And see, when you understand that, he gives you more. 
He's like, because you understand the problem. I can use you, Jackie. Why? Because you'll listen to me. And now I can take you all over here and I can sow into you and you will give. There are some people that just give. You don't even know they're giving. They're on another level of giving and they're blessed. Their cruise oil never runs dry. Glory to God. It, who said that? It is. Who said it? It is a principle. Kingdom principle. Somebody say amen. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Amen. Because I had to leave here to get to there. All right. Elijah said to her, fear not. And so she said, prepare some for your son. And your son, she did. She said, for this said the Lord, the God of Israel. Uh Uh-oh, man of God speaking. The jar of meal shall not waste away or the bottle of oil fail until the day that the Lord sends rain on the earth. Until everything else gets replenished, you always going to have. I I don't care what drought is going on in the United States. If you trust in God and his word. Your jar never go empty. <laughs> Every time you think you just emptied it out, so somehow, some way, Mother Hubbard, you look in the cupboard and good Lord, something is there. Oh, man. Glory to God. Isn't that good? Hey, man, I don't know where that came from. I couldn't do it again. <laughs> that was Holy Ghost. <laughs> I ain't even going to try to say it again. Amen. (laughs) She did as Elijah said, and she and he, wait a minute, all of us, and her household ate for what? How many days? But I thought it was just a little job. I thought you just didn't have enough. <laughs> well, God is good. Turn with me to First King nineteen and four. We gotta go, y'all. Is God good? I'm gonna end here. All right, I am gonna end here. I tell you what, let's go to nineteen and one. First Kings nineteen and one. We're gonna end here. All right, we're gonna end in First Kings nineteen. I only got three minutes left. We're gonna utilize that time. Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. <laughs> and how he had slain all the prophets of Baal with the sword. The Lord is telling y'all to say something this year, and he's saying when you start to speak, everybody ain't going to be on your team. There are going to be some Ahabs and Jezebels, you know, that's going to speak against you. But but he said, stand strong, because I am with you. Somebody say amen. And then, now watch this. Watch this. See, can I tell you this before I go so I don't forget it? Out of every great battle, you have to be careful once you come through every victory. The reason being because you can get to a place like Elijah did where conviction. Now you think you're moving into something that the greatness is on you instead of on God. So right after great victories is a big law. you got to be careful that you don't allow yourself to get caught because you'll get to the place, poor, poor me. You're going to see that. You know, now remember, this is the man that called down fire. But yet he got to a place where he was like, man, this is the man that prayed earnestly that it don't rain on the earth. And it didn't rain. But yet at the end here we see a guy going, Lord, it's just me. He tells God to kill him. He says, God, kill me. Kill me. Let this be over. 
after all these victories? See, that's why you got to be careful after my victory. Because I can get a law thinking I'm in this. It was my ability. It's going to be a good year. <laughs> Amen. Then Jezebel sent a message to Elijah. And saying, now Jezebel wasn't just what everybody thinks she was. Either. Just, just the, this whore just painted up. Amen. Now it, it, she painted herself when, when uh, she witch called when he came around, and the dogs ate her up too. Jezebel, see, Jezebel was that domineering woman. I got to be real with you, real quick. She's that domineering woman. That woman that she running the show. She married, but she running the show. Ahab went home, told, told, told uh, Jezebel what, what Elijah had done. And then she's all, she's all, he did that to you? Oh, you don't know who he messing with. Are you with? Get behind me, baby. <coughs> Watch it. Jezebel sent a message to Elijah. She sent a message saying, so let the guys do, let them do to me. To ship bad correlation. So let the guys do to me and more also. If I make not your life as the life of one of them by this tomorrow, she's selling, she's selling wolf tickets. <laughs> but she acted like she can back it up. And she said, then he was afraid. What? This is the mighty man of God. I told you, see, even though you, you're, you're, you're in him, there may be some imperfections. But God still uses you. Isn't that good? Then he was afraid and rose and went for his life and come to Beersheba of Judah. I got to hurry. Over 80 miles and out of Jezebel's realm and left his servant there. He had to leave. I got to get out of here because she's going to kill me. <laughs> That's what he said. In his mind, she's going to kill me. He forgot all about what happened before that. Remember the rain? He forgot all about that. The fire. Let the fire. If I be a man. You know what I love about Abraham, Elijah? He said, if I be a man of God, let the fire come down and come through. If I'm not a man of God, don't do it. It won't happen. He called it forth. I, if I am not living right, then don't let this happen. But if I'm living right, watch this. And came and sat down under the lone broom. Here we go. Or juniper tree and asked that he might die. And he said, it is, it is enough now. Oh, Lord, take away my life. For I'm no better than my father. Next verse. And he lay asleep under the broom or, or the juniper tree. Behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Watch this. And he looked and behold, there was a cake baked on the coals and a bottle of water at his head. And he ate and drank and lay down again. Come on. And the angel of the Lord came to the second time, touched him and said, Arise and eat. For the journey is too great for you. Watch this. So he arose, ate, and drank, and went in the strength of the food for 40 days and nights to Horeb, the mount of God. Watch this. There he came, there, there he came to a cave and lodged in it. And behold, watch this. I'm going to give you food and stuff. Now I'm going to talk to you. And, he, and behold, the word of the Lord came to him and said to him, what are you doing here? <laughs> Isn't that something? God says that to us also, y'all. He's asking us, what are we doing at certain things, certain places? We're at states. And he's saying, what are you doing here, Elijah? Why are you still here when I've already told you here? Somebody say amen. 
Watch this. He replied, I've been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the Israelites have forsaken your covenant and thrown down your altars and killed your prophets with the sword. And I, only I am left. I'm the only one living for God now. <laughs> Come on now. Saints of God, saints of the most high God. Have you ever felt that? You know, because you look around at other folk, you're like, why am I the only one on the grind like this? <laughs> and, and don't you say that? And you say, I'll be grinding for the Lord, but these folk, they chilling. How come I come out on Wednesday? I go hard for the Lord on Wednesday, and everybody else, they just stay home. Oh, you know you said it. You know you said it, and you like, look at them, and it just seemed like they still getting blessed. You know, God's, God's got you on different roads. See, man, that's good. Well, he just told me, he said, there are certain folk. He said, you just read it. Tell them again what I just said. There are certain folk that need to eat more because their journey is going further. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Amen. That was the Lord. That was the Lord. Get that for your mother. Glory to God. That was God. Wasn't that good? See, some folk ain't going that far. You made it in your heart. You're not going to go that far. So you just eat what you need to eat. But he said, for long journeys. He said, for long journeys. You see, the angel of the Lord woke him up and said, no, eat some more. Because you go, this is a 40-day. Come on, somebody. Amen, amen. Is God good? I'm almost done. Your covenant thrown down your altars, and they kill it. I'm the only one left. Amen. Next verse, quickly. And he said, go out and stand on the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great, remember I told you this, and a great and a strong wind rent the mountains and broke into pieces the rock. That's powerful. That's powerful. Before the Lord God. But the Lord was not in the wind. Oh, glory to God. A wind that just cracks open. Oh, my God. But he wasn't in that. Can you imagine if he was? But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after a fire, sound of a gentle stillness. I told my wife, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Listen, listen, you hear it? You hear it? That's what I did. I told her, wake up, listen to this. It's a stillness. It was just like you could cut it in the air. And I said, a still, small voice. God's not shouting to get your attention. Somebody say amen. I got one more verse. Can I give you one more? And after the, when Elijah heard the voice, he wrapped his, his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him and said, what are you doing here? Elijah. Question needs to be asked to you. What are you doing here? Amen. I'm out of time. Amen. Amen. Some word for you today too, man.